Join Sarah Weiss in the infinite field of energetic aliveness and heart-centered wisdom. This is the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. Welcome to the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. I'm Sarah Weiss, your host, and the Earth Love Spirit Podcast is all about embodied spirituality, about being grounded, about bringing your higher being through to be your everyday being. And I want to thank all the listeners who have joined the circle of the Earth Love Spirit podcast. May you all be blessed and may we be sharing prayers and blessings with each other from wherever we are. Today's guest is Mary Ann Robot. She's a master energy healer a life coach, intuitive, and founder of the Center for Lifelong Happiness and the Robot Center for the Advancement of Energy Healing. Welcome, Marianne. I'm so pleased to have you on the podcast today. I'm sure our listeners are going to learn so much from you, from your energy, and from the your smiling being. Every time I listen to you, your your voice carries the smile of your being. It just seems like you're always smiling. And I love that about you. Oh, I love that you shared it in that way. <laughs> That's lovely. So we would like to begin this podcast with an invocation so that we can gather the energy, bring everyone into light and healing who's listening. So would you honor us with an invocation? Oh, I would love to. When I um do my invocations, I always go to the highest source of light or to God. But if you're listening in, go to your highest light or what your belief system is and call in the angels, the guides, the, the spiritual masters that you connect with, uh, just to make it more uh, purposeful and also aligned. The more energy we have called in together, the more powerful we all become. So if you take a couple deep breaths and really just breathe in deeply into your heart chakra and just get connected to your heart, to what lives in that space. What I would love you to do is to imagine yourself being filled with light and love as we call in all of our spiritual masters, as we call in the creator source of light, of love, of harmony, of peace, as we call in brilliance and rainbow and sage and any other energetic beings that want to work with us, thrive through us, support us, and keep us on our journey so that we can step into and be aligned to our higher self. So today, during this moment, during this time, we are allowing source energy to flow all the way through us from our crown chakra all the way through the body and then expanding out energizing and enhancing our own energetic footprint 
in this world. The higher our vibration moves, the bigger we become, the more connected we are, the more powerfully centered and grounded we move through the world, the greater our listening opens, the easier it becomes to have our guides to have all those in the spiritual world who want to step in and support us, come in to support us. So breathe once more, deeply this time, all the way into your body, into your solar plexus, into your second chakra. And if you can, go all the way down into your root chakra. Bring in the love, the light, the connection and the powerful oneness that we all are. Just allow it to flow through you, this beautiful energy. And then when you feel filled, take that energy and flow it out into your home, your community, your city, your state, our country, and then out, 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 out into the world, this big ball of loving light. Allowing this loving light to touch all those in need, those that might need a little lift today, those that might need a little nudging. And those that might be in the dark right now, but the light will help bring peace to them. Thank you. So we're all gathered together now. And what I'd like to have Marianne do is give us a little bit of a insight into how she moved from the corporate world into the world of healing, because there's so many people on the planet and so many of my listeners who feel that urge to leave what is no longer soul satisfying for them and find their new path whether it's healing or whatever it is it's always a big transition and so Marianne maybe you can share with us how that transition came about in your life okay well I think I've been, I was on the journey for a while um I actually loved corporate America when I was there. Now I've been out of it for 20 years and a lot of things have changed since then. But when I uh, worked in it, worked in the business world for over 15 years, I absolutely loved it because my work, interestingly enough, was around um, creating transformation for companies, creating transformation for employees. This mm. was before I actually stepped into my own business as a transformation coach and healer. Um, so it's interesting how the universe, no matter where you are, they keep pointing you into the right direction. For me, the change actually came when I had my um, triplets. I was always doing my healing practice on the side. So for about 10 years, I would see clients in the night or on weekends. And then after I had my um, uh, babies, it just got too busy and I wasn't able to do that. 
I did go, I took about nine months off from work and then I went back for a year and helped them through a bio process and some other things. And when we were done, I just felt complete, like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to take a few years off and just stay home and uh, raise my children. Uh, but knowing that I would probably see some of my old clients again. But what happened was fascinating. So I stayed home and my old clients started ringing me up, but a lot of new people, the people that I worked with within business started to call to say, hey, now that you're not working, can I come and work with you? Ah. Um, and within a couple of years, I got so busy, I had to move out of my house to do the work. Um, and it was, I loved it. It's always the most rewarding work for me is to um, have the honor for people to be intimate with me, to open up about either their deepest fears or their biggest concerns or where they're stuck and they just can't seem to make movement and help them to really shift to a new way of being in the world and a, a new light. And around that time, there really became clear that I had like these coach, just straight coaching clients out of the business world. And then I had these people that I was coaching and healing. And what I started to notice was this huge difference in trajectory. The ones that were coming for the coaching and the healing work started to move their lives so much faster and so much quicker into what their desired states were versus the ones I was just doing the coaching with. And so over time, I only began to work with people that wanted both the energy healing work and the coaching. And that's when my practice really took off. It was when I could put a stake in the ground that said, given what I've just seen over the last two years, the power of the energy work and the ability of doing deep energy work really helps people accelerate into the lives they desire. Um, and that caused me to write my first book. And um, it, it was just an amazing time to sort of let go of that safety net called executive coaching and really step into, now, did I still work with executives? Absolutely. But I only worked with them if they were going to be open to the energy work. And this was on the East Coast. And I have to bring this up because it was a very lonely journey. This was on the East Coast over 20 years ago when Reiki wasn't heard of and nobody really knew energy work. And I had very little language around it because everything came to me intuitively. So a lot of times when I was doing the work on people, I actually didn't even know what I was really doing. I was just being guided and led. And I just trusted that this was the absolute right thing for the person. And it was like magic and miracles would just happen for these people in their lives and what they were experiencing in front of me. So the more shifts and the power that happened, out of me trusting my intuition and really listening to the guide, guidance I got for clients, um, the more I began to trust as well. And then I could begin to write about it. 
Beautiful. You know, a few things I want to tease out from that, because you said some important things for our listeners who are looking to make this kind of shift. One, you recognize that you are complete and at the end of a cycle, and you respected that and moved on from it. How many people don't recognize when some cycle is complete and they have finished what they need to do in their position or in their relationship or in, you know, family matters? I, I do think that's such an important piece because I think when people can't recognize when their cycle is complete or how they did things or the ways of being were complete for them, that's where suffering comes into their life because they keep trying to perform the same, same way they had been performing, mm -hmm. but not getting the same results, not feeling the same nourishment or sense of accomplishment. And it really becomes very difficult um, for people to make the change into something new or to honor that everything comes in cycles. And so if this cycle is over, then what next? You know, we're not taught when we're younger that we get to recreate our lives all the time. We're, we're the messaging, at least probably for you and I and many people on your call, is that you get good at something and then you stay with it <laughs> until you're done. Right. Um, and it, it's just not true. Like, I, I, I do think that there are natural cycles of completion and... Um, there's new openings for us. I agree completely. And that's a tough thing. You come up with every reason why you can't make the shift instead of honoring and recognizing the cycle is just done. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, I don't have the finances. My family won't like it. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't. And so that's a pivotal point for people. And I think it begins with recognizing where that cycle ended and then more will come to you intuitively to lead you. Now, another thing that you said that I just loved was after you saw the results of combining the energy and coaching, you said, I put my stake in the ground and I knew from then on how I wanted to work. You made a pronouncement and literally putting that stake or staff in the ground, you said to the universe, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's very powerful. And I don't think people are taught how to do that either. Claim that. The more intentional you are about your work, the more aligned you are to your work, what your messaging is or what you really want to create, that's when the universe can really get behind you and help accelerate um, you into the work and to support you in doing that. And so in that moment of uh, how can I, I mean, it was really for my own self at the in that moment in time that said how can i consciously go continue to just coach people when i know that the impact is so much greater over here and it did cause me to lose some clients but in the long run i was aligned to my new 
pronouncement of like, this is what I want to do. And it ended up getting me even more clients because it was unique. It was different and it was powerful and people were tired of some of the same old, same old. Beautiful. So what I'd like to segue into right now is that putting the stake in the ground brings me around to our connection with the earth energy. And I know that you do a process for people to clear themselves and, and you do offer a free little booklet on that on your website if people go to your website. But that's something I do as well. And we really meet at this place, Marianne, where working with this earth energy is so available to everyone and anyone at, at any time that I like to bring that forward and help remind people that this is available to us just for being human and being here on the planet. And so maybe you could discuss and describe your process for connecting with this earth energy and how it helps clear and align you. Well, one of the reasons I love this clearing exercise, especially right now, given what's going on in our country and in the world, and given that even though the, I, I think our country is going through um, the dark night of the soul, there are more and more people emerging into the light and awakening their spiritual gifts. And there's so many people that are empaths that they feel so deeply. So you could just be walking in the store and walking by someone and picking up their energy and you don't even know it. All you know is all of a sudden you don't feel good. Um, and so this technique, this clearing process is for anyone and everybody to use. And it's so simple, but so powerful. So Mother Earth's energy is so powerfully grounding and cleansing. So whenever I feel out of sorts or like I have something hanging over me or for whatever reason, I don't feel well, the first thing I do is I start my connection into Mother Earth. Now, I can be in a house, I could be in an office building, or I could be outside with my feet on the ground. It does not matter. It, what matters is your intention into Mother Earth. So imagine Mother Earth, our planet, as this big, yummy, gorgeous, energetic hug. And that the deeper we drop into her energy, the deeper the cleanse will be for us. And how we drop into her energy is by taking a few deep breaths and imagining, I usually say, any energy that doesn't belong to me or that I've picked up on and is, it's attached to me, let me just move it down deep into the earth. So what I imagine is breathing, taking my breath and breathing down through the soles of my feet and breathing down into the earth. And as I'm breathing down into the earth, I also imagine all the energy around me going down, down deep into the earth, into Mother Earth's center. 
And I love to go into the center because that's where the hot molten lava is. And I feel like it burns up any of the energy that's at a lower vibration or doesn't really connect with me. And then, uh, so I will do that process three or four or five times. And what will happen is you'll start to feel lighter. Sometimes I have clients say, oh my God, I can see more clearly. I could hear better. Because it literally, as you drop energy off of you that isn't supporting you, that you've either picked up from someone else or maybe it's your own thoughts. You know, if we're in a spin about something or we're thinking negatively about something, all of that energy swirls around us. So it could be our own energy that we've created by our negative thoughts, or it could be other people's energy that has attached to us. But when we drop it down into the earth, it gives our physical body a place to breathe again from our center. So I imagine myself going down through the soles of my feet, dropping any energy that doesn't belong to me. Now, I might feel it. I might sense it. I might just know it. So just trust yourself. I might see the energy flowing out of the soles of my feet into the earth. But what I would say is after a few breaths, take another deep breath and notice when you begin to feel lighter. Because when you begin to feel lighter really means that you've left the other energy behind. From that place is a great place then to connect to source energy and bring source energy through you to lighten up your whole vibration and frequency. So you can either go up to source and imagine white light flowing through you, or here's what I love to do because I love Mother Earth's energy. I love to then, so I've given her all my, my, my crap energy, I would say, mm -hmm. and then I ask Mother Earth, fill me with your nourishing, supportive energy. And imagine her sending up yummy energy all the way through the soles of your feet to the top of your crown and then going back down into the earth. And I do this about three or four times. And usually by the third or fourth time, I feel like I'm flying because the energy feels so good, so light. I feel so much clearer and aligned again. Beautiful. For those of you who have listened to my podcast and been in my classes, you just heard Marianne describe in her own way her process with grounding with Mother Earth. And we must have originated from the same source because it's very <laughs> similar to how I lead someone through this kind of grounding and clearing. And I consider it like fundamental to us as human beings, you know, you mentioned that we can see better, we can hear better, we can listen better, we feel better. And my whole thing is being connected 24 seven, like we never have to let disconnect from that, it can be flowing continuously. You know, with social media and um, all of the different ways we can hear news and get connected in with different things in the world. It's so easy for our vibration to drop based on what we're either listening to, seeing, hearing in the news. 
And so this is a really good time to just make it a daily habit. Like, like most people shower every morning. Some people shower at night. I would say do the clearing exercise in the morning and at night um, and treat it as just a, a simple daily ritual. Yes, the cleansing and the shower. And Mother Earth actually does digest the energy. It's fuel for her. So some people are afraid to release their heavy energy into the earth. But it's very similar to our exchange with nature where we breathe out the carbon dioxide and the trees take that in as their nourishment and then they send out oxygen and we receive that as our nourishment. We have that same reciprocal relationship with the earth and our energy. It's just fuel beautiful fuel for her. I consider it offering her the biggest smorgasbord buffet of food she could possibly want. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> so um, you mentioned empaths. I'd like to swing around to maybe talking a little bit about how you work with empaths and maybe you're an empath as well. Oh, I'm a huge empath, although I, of course, I never knew it at the moment. Um, I, you know, see, sense, feel what's in a room before I even walk in the room. My husband used to always say to me when I would go to, uh, we'd go to a restaurant and the waitress would go to sit us here at a certain table and I'd say, oh, no, you know, do you mind it's somewhere else <laughs> and he would just think I was being so fussy and I'm like no it just didn't feel well and I would say it just didn't feel well at the time mm -hmm. but when I really got very into the energy work I'm like oh I was I was absorbing I could feel what was there before us <laughs> and I didn't want to sit in it mm -hmm. um so empaths of people that I, I like to describe them as big sponges and we just sponge up what's ever around us. And it's actually a gift in a way because on the positive side, it makes us much more in tune and connected with who we are around and who we are with. Because a lot of times people say things on the surface level, but an empath could really feel into how they're feeling. And so you get to you get to ask them other kinds of questions or deeper, meaningful questions where they can open up about what's really going on in their life. And so um, I, I think of being an empath as a gift in my healing. I always feel what my client feels first in my body. But the minute I ask, is this mine or theirs? And when I get it's theirs, it dissipates. Mm -hmm. So it's like I use my own body sometimes as a probe. <laughs> like if I start, if we're talking about something and all of a sudden my knee starts aching or I get stomach cramps, that's usually what the client, what's going on with the client. And they'll say, how do you know? And I'm like, I can feel it mm -hmm. or I can just sense it. So, um, you know, a lot of people think it's a trial to be an empath. And it is if you don't know the right tools. So I have, um, you know, a lot of empaths I work with. And if they're not clearing themselves daily or a couple of times a day, I'll get a call from them. They'll be all whacked out. Uh, life will be awful. Uh, they'll be crying over nothing. And they don't even know why they're crying. Mm -hmm. 
And usually that's my clue. When people don't know why they're experiencing an emotional whatever, it's usually my clue to know that it's not theirs. So in your own personal life, if you're an empath and you're feeling out of sorts or um, upset, but you don't even know why, typically you just walked into energy or energy has glommed onto you that's not yours. And so the clearing I just did with Mother Earth really helps to release that energy quickly. Another way you can release it is by just asking the question, is this mine or is this someone else's? And if it's someone else's release now, and you say it as a demand, like if this energy is someone else's, I release it now, and it just goes. So I think that empaths are powerful people. They're more intuitive. They're more in tune. However, empaths also get themselves in a lot of trouble when they're not paying attention to their own energy field and what they're absorbing. Isn't it interesting that the empath trend came up, I don't know, maybe about seven years ago, you know, and it's, it's coming to the surface uh, where people are starting to really recognize themselves and finally understanding and having an explanation for all that they have felt throughout their whole life and felt crazy or wrong or unable to manage their emotions where the doctors couldn't find the pains that they were describing in their body. And it seems like in the last maybe seven or so years, that has really come to the foreground. And now they're finally starting to do some research on it. And we're starting to understand it as a a mind, body, spirit constellation of being. And I actually see it as the preview of the future human that we're moving towards more empathy, which means we can understand the unity and oneness of life from that perspective. Because if you can feel another person as you, there's that quantum field that is holding us in that unified state. And so the empath has access to that unified state once they get some training and understand what's going on with them. I totally, totally agree with you. I think that um, the power is in the training for the empaths. And I think this is the the call is that more people are more and more um, are awakened more and empaths lead the way in awakening. And so people that have been uh, marginalized or sidelined or termed too sensitive or just can't seem to function in the world uh, right now, they, they're probably highly empathic and picking up on all that energetic chaos going on. And so for those people, my heart really goes out to them. And But the good news is with very simple, elegant processes, you can shift the way you get to be in the world and you regain your own power and, and your centeredness. Amen. That is what we're all aiming for here, that the empaths and people who are multisensory have expanded perception can share wisdom with us to help guide us as we move through these transitional times. And that's what you're doing. 
That's what I'm doing. That's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's just take a breath here and, and pause and feel there's beautiful light coming in through the uh, podcast here and radiating out to everyone. And it's okay to take a pause. So we are entering into a, a healing state here. Can you feel that, Marianne? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And this is why I was so interested in uh, sharing podcast time with Marianne, because I could feel that we were connected to the same frequencies. And so, Marianne, maybe you can share the guides and masters that you work with. Absolutely. You know, I, I wanted to go back to a point you were making about making a declaration and uh -huh. then moving on from there. It's very interesting because I, I never thought of it this way until you said it in that succinct statement to me. But um, I was trained as a shaman um, decades ago, loved shamanism, opened my own shaman school. And just as shamanism was really exploding in the U.S., I started to receive a lot of messages from my guys, spiritual guides, about easier, more elegant ways to shift energy and to clear energy and to move energy. And on one of the trips I ran to Peru, I'll never forget, I was up in Lake Titicaca and we went down into, we did this meditation and I was brought down in under the lake into the Crystal City mm -hmm. and given a book of healing and a staff, which was so powerful. Like at the time, my vibration wasn't high enough. I couldn't even hold on to it. But fast forward another few years and the messages and the information started to flow through me in meditations or just in um, different work I was doing. I also channel energy. So the guides I've been using over the last, um, I guess it's about a decade now. So what happened was just as shamanism was exploding, I decided I did not want to do teach anymore because I was way more intrigued with this new way of energy healing. I, I'm going to say new, it was just a new way for me, but it's been around, you know, for eons. Um, and it was so much simpler and more elegant. And there wasn't, there's some ritual, but not as much ritual that's in a lot of the shaman processes for healing. So what I noticed was the healing was getting done faster and quicker. What used to take me two hours to do would now take me an hour. And then it took me 30 minutes. And then it took me 10 minutes. And sometimes it's just by invoking an action, it happens. Um, and this all was able to happen because I gave up the old construct. So this is to your message about really knowing when it's time to give up your old constructs or your old belief systems and be open for what's new or what can come in to help support us. So that was, I gave up the old construct and, but my, my students didn't go away and they're like, and I said, well, I'm not teaching it anymore. And they said, well, we don't care what you teach. We're just staying around. Mm 
so I, you know, I said, okay, well, if you're still interested in a healing school, I will have no curricula, no agenda. We'll just meet and see what happens. And literally a dozen people said, yes, I'm still in. Uh, you know, and, and I thought, are you guys crazy? Like, what? <laughs> you're going to pay, like, it was like $1,000 every time we did a healing school. But yep, they stayed in. Well, what happened was I would go and I would work with my guides ahead of time saying, okay, these people are coming in this weekend. We have to have a really great program. What do you want me to teach them? And they would download all this fabulous information and processes and and that we were going to do. And I, I think, oh, this is powerful, great. So I would feel comfortable and confident sitting down and going into a three-day class that I told them I didn't really know what I was gonna do, but I had this nice outline. Well, what happened was the minute I sat down, all of that outline went right out the door and I just started speaking. Mm -hmm. Like I was connecting with my guides and all this new information came through. And this happened like three or four times. And what I realized was they gave me the outline so my mind could calm down um, and feel settled enough so that when I went in for this weekend with people paying a lot of money, I would, from a, a mind state, I would feel like I had a plan. But um, I would have the plan, but the minute I would get in the energy, all the more powerful stuff came out. So this is where over the last decade, I've learned a lot about crystal energy, crystalline grids, creating in the different dimensions, moving through portals, um, going through time and space continuums. I, I work with um, incredible masters and yogis that in the ascended um, space, that um, teach me how to work in multiple dimensions at once, um, how to shift things in a body within five minutes for health and healing. Uh, so those are the guides that I work with. I have names. I've channeled one of these guides for over 20 years now. Her name is Sage. And I would say to my, I would say every so often I'll do ch sage channeling sessions. And I would say to uh, my friends, wow, sage has really gotten more powerful as the years went on. And I, I laughed to myself because it took me, you know, a few years to recognize, oh, she could be more powerful because I've opened up and, you know, created a, a move to a higher frequency and vibration where I can hold more energy. Mm -hmm. So um, what I really believe now is that one of the most powerful things that we can do for ourselves is to continue to expand our energy and raise up our frequency. Because if we can do that, then we get such clear guidance and such clear opportunities to co-create what we want in the world, for the world and for ourselves. Well, that is a wonderful message to bring us around to the end of the podcast here. Uh, this has been quite remarkable. And I would love for you to share with people the classes that you have going on and how to contact you. All that information will be in the podcast notes, but why don't you tell them what you've got going on now? Well, one of my biggest classes I have going on right now are programs that I absolutely love and we're getting ready in uh, November, late November to kick off another 
healing program. It's called the Journey of the Healer. And really what that is, and there's two groups that are really in this program, those that want to be healers and those that want to learn the energy and the techniques simply for themselves to heal themselves. But also they tend to be leaders. They work in communities. They work in businesses. They want to use some of the energy processes and techniques to make their lives their family lives, their work lives easier and more effortless. And so that's a year-long program. And I bring you through first healing of yourself. And then as we heal ourselves, I teach you all of the techniques and the processes that we do. Um, and so that's my, my sort of favorite. And there's a journey of the healer one, there's a journey of the healer two. And much like my other healing school, when the first group finished the two-year program, they're like, yeah, we're not ready to leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I just created a masterclass. And this masterclass is really just a class to help people stay in their highest frequencies and vibrations and to work with their spiritual masters and guides that can help them develop. I have a bunch of healers in that program right now who their healing businesses are exploding because their frequencies are getting so high and they can see, hear, sense, and, and um, tell more information for their, their people, which I really love. Um, so that's my pet project. I have a new book coming out called The Tolera Healing Method. And that's a method that I've been teaching for the last 10 years. And it really is based on the idea that in order to really perform at a, a full capacity, that we have to do healing on the emotional level, which is our belief system and any traumas we dealt with on the physical level, like what's trapped in, in our body. And also in the energetic level, that's the level between between us and spirit. And sometimes there's a lot of clogs in that level. So we can't receive information as good. And then finally on the spiritual level. So I truly believe that to have long lasting transformative change in your life, no matter what it is, you have to look at all four of those levels and see where's the, where are their blocks, what's stuck. Um, what's available to you? What are all the different possibilities you can step into to really help to align you to where you want to go in life? And a lot more, but I'll stop there. <laughs> well, many blessings on your work and your new book and the other books that you offer. And so let's close with centering in the light and sending out blessings to all our listeners so that their blessings can radiate out to the world. Thank you, Marianne. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. And thank you for putting this podcast out into the world. Um, I'm sure one of our guides talked to the other one and said, we're going to have her do this and she'll have Marianne on. <laughs> so blessings to all. Thanks for listening to the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.